In this episode, Kelly talks about why society views living an ordinary life as being just not good enough. Why do we feel we need to take on more, to do more, grow more, and be more? Is it for us or is it for someone else? Tune in and we can't wait to hear what you guys think. And as always, please like and subscribe and comment and all that good stuff on our podcast. And thanks again for tuning in. Welcome to Cupcakes and Consciousness. I'm Kelly Childs. And I'm Erin Weatherby. We're a mom and daughter team, and we're also the founders of the wildly successful Kelly's Bake Shop. We've grown our business into a mega cupcake empire where thousands of people flock to on a weekly basis. We've created a conscious business and have kept it centered on our values and love. And trust us, it hasn't been easy It's truly been a 10-year overnight (laughs) success. Every episode, we will be dishing out sweet ideas on how to live your best life ever. You're going to hear it real, raw, and unfiltered from us. This is the Cupcakes and Consciousness Podcast. Hello, all of you beautiful people. You know, I I find that I'm just loving doing these kind of rants, I call it, and it just is like these incredible downloads that come to me and aha moments that I experience, and I just so enjoy sharing. So um, I'm hoping that you're liking it too. I was listening to a podcast last week, and then I just started journaling with it, and it was just, it was so insightful. And it was about how our society as a whole of how we are living with just so much unhappiness and an incredible amount of mental illness and and an incredible amount of detachment from, from ourselves, our hearts, our souls. And, you know, trying to determine, you know, why we have this at such an epidemic just a rampant amount of unhappiness. And I want you to bear with me here while I sort of create a story for you to understand where I'm heading towards in this. So, um, you know, picture yourself at a social function and you encounter someone and, you know, you say, hi, how are you? You know, I'm so-and-so. And this person says, yeah, I'm so-and-so. And, and really the first thing that you say to that person is, so what do you do? And depending on how you answer when they pose that question to you, you're either going to be praised and revered for what you are, what you accomplish, like what you do every single day as your job, your money-making source, or, you know, you'll either be praised or revered because it's something so incredible that you do, or you're going to be left with, like, the peanuts. You're going to be left with sort of the back row of the room because there'll be an element of someone not being interested in what you do. And we're all very cognizant of this. We all tend to, you know, be very aware of how much we are going to belong and be included after we say 
who we really are and what we really do. So society right now, to me, I see it as being full of a lot of snobs. It's kind of how we are living our lives in snobbery. And a snob is someone who, you know, takes this small part of you and uses it to come to a universal, kind of like a rigid sense of who you are and how much you matter. So we're gifting our power away of who we are as a human being to someone else and we're allowing them to decide how much we matter. And kind of, you know, snobbery that is, is around in the world today is not around, you know, the uh, bloodlines and say the lineages of, of you know, who our grandparents were or our great-grandparents were, whatever, or, you know, our closeness to royalty. You know, it's kind of funny, right? You know, how close are we to the queen? You know, not. So, you know, that kind of snobbery is not the way it is anymore. The snobbery now is all about what kind of job you have. And in particular, how impressive your life is with your financial wealth that you've accumulated. And, and according to that criteria, really, people will immediately judge you. And it is said that we live in a very materialistic world, right? It's kind of, that's what, you know, we all say, oh, you know, we want to have this big house, we want to have these great cars, we want to have this great wardrobe, we want to have these kind of purses or, you know, this kind of lifestyle, this kind of food, this kind of wine, you know, so it's a materialistic world. But what if we didn't think of it that way? What if we really were not materialistic people and we were just actually needing and feeling that we needed to acquire this kind of wealth and this kind of show-off stuff, be it if it's the cars or the houses or whatever, that kind of job or whatever, the career, um, or entrepreneurs, just to be included. What if we just knew that if we had that kind of house or that kind of clothing or those kind of restaurants we ate at and we or that kind of career and we got to say that to somebody, we then knew we were going to instantly belong. What if we really were not materialistic people and we've just sort of lost our way to where we really needed to be and to not worry about what other people thought of us? What if we actually just were so content with who we were as humans and we really didn't pay even that much attention to what other people did. And we actually just looked at people for who they were as just incredible human beings instead of judging them for what they had or what they did for a living. We live in a world where material ac accumulation has become the gateway to the respect and the love that we all crave. And it's not really the riches, right? And it's not the cars and the homes. It's the honor and the love that they are a conduit to. So if I say, you know, I own this business or I am this person, I drive this car, I live in this house, 
when someone asks me, you know, tell me about you, Kelly. I am going to feel, you know, either confident or I'm going to feel on the edge of humiliation depending on what I tell that person. So picture this for a second. So like the next time you walk down the road and say you see someone driving a Ferrari. What if you just maybe didn't think that this person is greedy or materialistic or wants to be a show off? What if you thought first and foremost that this is really somebody with an incredibly intense need for love and who has not really been able to find the love and respect they need and therefore they need so much more stuff. They need a really big hit of something that's really valuable and expensive in order for them to feel like they have the right to exist. You know, imagine if you were a person that could actually just take your bicycle and ride that through town and feel so empowered with yourself on that bicycle, not feeling that you needed to have that expensive car to be connected to anything greater than yourself, right? It's pretty remarkable when you start thinking about what we've done to each other in society and how we've judged so frigging hard. And also, there is such a self-improvement craze that's going on now. You know, right back from the Tony Robbins days and, you know, the Dean Graziosi and Lewis Howes and Jay Shetty and Marie Forleo and all these superpower people that, you know, wherever you go, you're being bombarded with the Amy Porterfield way to improve your business and Jenna Kutcher's and just the whole world of self-improvement. Like my inbox is saturated every single day that I actually forget about some of the things that I have subscribed to along the way. And then, you know, they ramp up their sale program. And then all of a sudden, every single day, they're finding their way into my inbox, you know, to become a better person, I need to do this and become a better person, I need to do that. And, you know, there's no, there's no mediocrity. There's no just being a simple, ordinary soul right now. But what we are being led to believe is that if we buy this course and if we do this thing and if we do this kind of improvement, all of a sudden, you know, we are going to be this super powerhouse. We're going to be happy. We're going to be included. We're going to, you know, be able to get that massive house and that incredible car and that incredible lifestyle and travel the world on our private jet. And, and then, then I'm going to be happy. And we're being conned. And this is the hard part. This is what is, as far as I'm concerned, a massive catalyst for mental illness right now. Social media, what it is doing to us to make us feel like we are not, we're not good enough, that we are, um, you know, you can't be ordinary. You can't live in an ordinary house. You can't have an ordinary car. You can't have, you know, an ordinary life. You can't just be an ordinary person and walk down the street and, 
you know, go for a hike in the woods and, you know, go on a normal airplane or, you know, like, you know, you, you, this, none of this is good enough. We, we are, we have gotten so far away from, you know, thinking that we can just exist and just be and just, you know, be, be these pleasant, incredible human beings. We don't have to keep on cranking it up a notch every single day. The words not good enough is what's torturing us. And we set ourselves up for disaster and defeat. Ambition is an amazing thing. And I'm not saying for any of you to not have any ambition to improve your life and ambition to, you know, find the job of your dreams and ambition to find the best relationship and ambition to, you know, make your body as good as it can be and whatever, whatever, whatever turns you on. But this comparison is killing us. This comparison of where we have to be and push it harder and harder and harder is, is what is making us feel like we are less than. This is the danger. And this is for many people now, sometimes their only resort to get away from the pain of not achieving what they think they need to be and where they need to be and belong to something greater than themselves is suicide. And we do know that suicide is at epidemic proportions right now. And we are suffering from this epidemic of mental illness and this lack of acceptance of ourselves because daily we are being reminded to be better to achieve more, you know, you look at what you should have. This is what you should be. This is, this is where you need to be at. And when we're not achieving it, we are, you know, shaming ourselves and we're, we're feeling so less than. And this is such a dangerous idea that anyone can achieve anything. And this is what we're being told. And the truth of the matter is, is that 1% is what is what rises to the top. We are part of the 99% of the world and we are this, you know, for lack of a, a better word, that we are of this group that is just okay. You know, we, we are all fine. Like life is about, you know, discovering darkness and life is discovering too that, you know, the universe isn't always kind. And, and life is about sometimes having really shitty relationships and, you know, we don't, can't always afford to eat out at a very impressive, you know, restaurant. And sure, maybe our car is ordinary and maybe it's not a Ferrari and it's not a Lamborghini. Great. You, you know, but that doesn't mean that you're any less of a human and have any less of a right to being on this planet Earth. We all have something that we need to contribute to the world. We all have something so valuable to give. And that ability for humiliation and not belonging is just so big now. You know, when you go into a Chapters Indigo store, if you're, you know, in Canada, Indigo is our big bookstores up here. And there's, you know, the self-help section, right? You've got one section that is preaching how to make a million dollars and, you know, how to better yourself so that you can have it all. And... 
you've got another section in the self-help section that is how to deal with low self-esteem. <laughs> and, you know, this is the oxymoron in, in our society is that we're telling everybody that they can be this and they can do this and they can be this extraordinary, massive, big, you know, career, job, entrepreneurs, you name it, you can own the world, you can dominate, you can be on a stage and speak in front of a, you know, 50,000 people, you can take it all on. And on the other side, you know, there is this self-esteem section, because this is what's going to happen when you realize that you are not going to be one of those people that did not reach that extraordinary life and whatever that is by, by their definition. How do we get back to where we need to be, which is contentment and just love for ourselves and joy and finding simplicity and, and love in, you know, holding hands with your other half and just going for walks in the morning and, you know, listening to the robins when, you know, spring is coming and you're going to start hearing the robins chirp and, you know, just, just, you know, looking forward to making dinner with someone, you know, that night and opening up a beautiful bottle of wine that you've saved for a special day and just, you know, just the simple things in life, the simple things in life. Why is it that we're having to feel like we are not something when we're asked that question, what do you do? Why is it that we've left ourselves open for this, this, shaming and this, you know, this, how hard is it to be vulnerable and open when you know that you are just going to get jabbed in the gut when you say, you know, you are a sanitation collecting person or, you know, you're a painter or, you know, you clean carpets for a living or, you know, you, you know, you're anything like, you know, like what is the stature that you're finally going to arrive. Like, like, what is it you have to be before you finally say, I've arrived? Our world needs hierarchies of people, of, you know, blue collar, white collar, bankers, realtors, like I said, sanitation collectors, landscapers, housekeepers, you know, uh, clothing makers, alterationists, all this stuff, shoemakers. They, this is what makes our world go round. We get to honor our craft. We get to honor our passion. We get to honor our lives and live it so fully. And who are we to make anyone feel less of who they are? Who are we to do that? And this is what we're doing to people. This is what is happening when you see Tony Robbins on the stage and Grant Cardoni and, and telling us that we need to be bigger, better. You can do it. Because what the frick happens if I don't? Grant, Tony, <laughs> what's going to happen if I don't? Am I less of a human? Am I not up to your standards? I think that this is how 
mental illness has just taken hold and social media has exposed this. Social media has shown us in, in a virtual world of everybody's, you know, Instagram account is their eight by 10 glossies, right? Of their perfect life. And we look at that and we're going, oh, I am, I'm less than that. I, I don't have that going on in my life, man. Like, what is wrong with me? You know, why can't I work harder? Why can't I take on more? Why can't I? You know what? There's 24 hours in the day. I'll just, I'll sleep less. I'll, I'll invest in this next course. I'll go and spend another $1,000 or $2,000 or $500. And this is now, this is an epidemic. This is like, I am seeing kids because you, lots of you guys are younger than me. I'm 56 and I'm seeing this age group of these 25 to 30 to 35 year olds investing hardcore, like serious cash. And they are full out going to every single event that they can imagine from, you know, boss, boss, <laughs> boss events, um, you know, Tony Robbins events, Grant Cardone events, uh, Lewis Howes events, Tom Bilyeu events, um, Gary V events, um, all these, uh, you know, self-help, Marie Forleo, all this stuff for how to be an incredible human. And there's an addiction to this. And the addiction is, is that if we don't go, we are not going to be included in life we are not going to belong. We are going to be left out. We are going to be less, less than. And then the other side of it is once we do the courses and we spend all that money, then we end up having an event hangover the next day or within the next week or so when we actually try to start implementing and executing some of the stuff that they have taught us and it's not firing on all of our cylinders, like it's not working. It doesn't resonate deeply with us. And then all of a sudden we go, okay, so I'm out this money. I'm a total loser because I'm not able to knock it out of the park and do what they're saying. And I'm now suffering from burnout on top of it too, because I've actually, you know, on top of my job, I'm trying to be something better. And it's pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing that we are still so trying to be something that we really maybe are just not able to be. And also that it's just something that we just don't want to be. So maybe this talk is about loving ourselves. And I don't want to use the word self-love. We use that. I think it's overused and overused and overused. I'm just going to say that there is this recognition of who we are. And I, I, I determined a lot of this when I did ayahuasca. And, you know, I've done a lot of um, psychedelics now with mushrooms and stuff too. And, and, and having my heart get exposed and expanded in ways that I never dreamt possible. And I have reconnected to myself, to my soul that I had moved away from over, you know, over my twenties and thirties and forties and realized that that is exactly where I need to be. 
is in this loving state of this compassionate state. Compassion, compassion, compassion. I, I, I can't preach compassion enough. It's what you learn in the monasteries too, is the compassion. The compassion for others and even more so compassion for yourself. This, this love that can radiate from within yourself and, and just allowing you to be who you need to be. Whatever that means. And when someone asks you at a party or in a social function, hey, you know, uh, Johnny, Sally, Martin, whatever your name is, like, what do you do? And maybe you got to think up something creative. Maybe it's like, you know, I do me amazing. This is what I do. And maybe it's just that you do yourself. We don't have to be a part of being judged. We don't have to set ourselves up for it. And really, to be honest, it's really sometimes not even anybody's business. And why does it have to define us? Why does it have to define us? Why is it what we do has to define us? Why, do, why is it what we've achieved and what we own materially in our lives, like our material objects that we, you know, the, that we own, why is it that that is what has to define us? I just want you guys to think about this. And maybe there's a way to step back and just say, you know, I love my life. I love my new husband. I love my, you know, new wife. Whatever your situation is, you guys are of that age group now where you're, you know, so many of you are just getting married for the first time. Oh, I shouldn't say for the first time, hopefully for the only time. <laughs> and you're, you know, you, you've got, you know, new careers, you've got new homes, you're sharing your life with someone. And maybe you're not sharing your life with anybody, and that's besides the point. Why is it that we have to define ourselves by that, by relationships, by what we own, by what we do? And why is it that we beat ourselves up to thinking that we're anything less? Screw these courses. Screw all this stuff that we think that we have to do and be and, you know, we've got to do um, uh, all these courses, um, webinars, um, these, and it's a huge money-making game, guys. And the world is preying upon our insecurities with ourselves. And social media is just amplifying it. You know, for the last week or so, I have so proud of me. I have not gone on Instagram. I have not posted on any of Instagram's stories. And I have just been so excited to just be with myself. <laughs> I know it sounds really funny, but I have just been so excited to just be with me. And it's been been really actually an amazing week that I've just hung out with myself, had lattes, I've gone into work, I've done my thing, you know, answered emails, I've done all that sort of thing, but I haven't gone and got distracted with the thousands, millions, whatever you are on the outside world there and, you know, scrolling that, scrolling, 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 the Instagram scroll. I haven't done it. And I feel incredible. I actually feel real fortified and, 
you know, it's something that maybe you guys want to think about is that, you know, even set the podcasts aside, set the YouTube videos aside, set the things that you follow aside. Maybe go and unfollow a few things and, and clean up your inbox and start, you know, unsubscribing and just allowing the things that just matter to you to come into your inbox. And just know that you are greater, you are greater than what you say that you do for a living. Man, oh man, you know, why don't you think about it like this with such gratitude that you won the lottery. When someone asks you what you do, tell them, hey, I, I, I won the life lottery. I was born and that lottery meant that I'm one in 400 trillion to one odds of being born. That's what I do. And I celebrate my life every friggin' day. <laughs> I think that that is really amazing. And it puts it all in context. Because you are so much bigger than what you do every single day. You have a heart that beats in you every second and that gives you life. You have your organs and your brain and your skin and your eyes and your hair and, you know, everything that is, is you to celebrate you. And your heart is so special. Don't let anybody make you feel any less than who you are. And I think that that is something that I could close off with is just, you know, how do you accept and create esteem for yourself? What are you going to do to create this love and esteem and insulate yourself from anything that you could bring into your life that could potentially make you feel less humiliated? And just, you know, in that vulnerable state, you could trip up and, and allow someone to make you feel less. And you're allowing them also to let you know how much you really matter. And that's fucked, right? That is like absolute lunacy to me. Please know that you're worth it. And as much as it might be difficult on some days, work on something that you can do to praise yourself and revere yourself and honor yourself. And just sit with, I am enough. And I love myself. And I love my life. I am in love with my life. I am in love with my ordinary life. I am so proud of my ordinary life. I am. And I hope you guys can find your way through that too. This podcast is sort of a random rant and I just thought that it was something that is just so necessary to share because we are all experiencing this these moments of suffering and these moments of us feeling like we're not worthy and, and we're, we're lacking in something. And we're not, man. 
We've got it all together. We really do. So let's stop judging ourselves and just live with this incredible brightness. I love you all. Have an incredible day.